of heaven and earth, welcome to this service of remembrance. The grace and peace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. I invite those who are able to stand for the laying of the wreaths. Let us worship God. We sing the hymn 36, hymn 36, God is our refuge and our strength.
Let us pray. God of love, you are our refuge and our strength and a very present help in a time of trouble. On this day, when we gather to honour the memory of those who died in the service of others, we remember that you gave Jesus Christ for the life of the world and that through him you seek to lead us in the paths of peace. God of mercy, your faithfulness endures through all generations. We confess that in our hearts we keep alive the passions and pride that lead to hatred and to war. We are quick to take offence and slow to forgive. We are hasty in passing judgment and intolerant of those whose opinions differ from our own. We take for granted the freedom that was won for us and fail to learn the lessons that history has to teach us. God of glory, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God. Forgive us our sins, heal our divisions, and laying aside all selfish and unworthy motives, let us serve you without counting the cost and give our all in the cause of a better world through Jesus Christ our Lord who unites us as the one people and who taught us when we pray to say our Father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever amen <coughs> there will be a retiro collection today for erskine a reminder that articles for the winter edition of the church newsletter, which will cover the months of December, January and February, should be submitted by the close of today. Articles can be emailed to the address on the intimation sheet. A reminder that the service next Sunday will begin at 11am, slightly later than normal. The service will mark the 25th anniversary of my induction to the church and parish of St Ninian's Old. And I'm looking forward to that. And I'm delighted that the guest preacher will be my friend from student days. Maybe I'm taking a risk by inviting someone from student days. The Reverend Colin Rennick, Minister of Dunblane Cathedral, and the soloist will be Robert Robertson, whose grandfather, Dan Patterson, was the senior elder when I was inducted in 1998. Everyone will be very welcome. The Kirk Session is reminded that a photograph will be taken in the church next Sunday morning at 10 
eight. I'm looking for two volunteers. Right? One. Out you come. Okay. One of you there. Okay. That'll be fine. Out you come. Now, I've got a tray here, and on the tray there are certain items. I'm going to test your memory. Do you think you've got a good memory? Are you good at remembering things? Sometimes. Right. I'll let you have a wee look, and then one of you will try and remember the things that are on here. And if you do remember them all, we're snookered. (laughs) And if you don't, we'll ask the other. Now, remind me your names. Your... Christopher and Alfie. Christopher and Alfie. Right, so there are actually 18 items on this tree. I can't even remember them all. Anyway, there's this kind of glass jar. There is this. Am I showing my age with this? The Rubik's Cube. There's headphones. There's a battery. There's deodorant. There's glass wipes, there's kidney beans, there's a telescope, there's shoe polish, there's a light bulb, there's elastic bands, there's an adapter, and there is a book that says, Legends are born in Campbelltown. (laughs) How true that is. Right. 18 things there. So, who would like to guess? Christopher, would you like to go first and see how many of them you can remember? A jar. A jar. Uh, Earphones. Deodorant. Deodorant. A telescope. A telescope. Um, A book. A book. Glasses, glass wipes, but we'll give you it. <laughs> it's not easy, is it? So you've remembered six, but there's 18 things there. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? We would think we'd remember. Alfie, can you come to the rescue? Can you remember any of the other things that Christopher hasn't remembered? The book. What else do we think now? What about for your shoes? Shoe polish. polish. (laughs) What do we write with? A pencil, but there's not a pencil there, but there's a pen. Eight. Anyone else remember? Kidney beans, tin of kidney beans, yes. Light bulb, well done. The telescope, we got that one. The Rubik's Cube. Folks, isn't it amazing how we might think, oh, that's good, we've seen all these things, we'll remember them no bother. And yet we've just seen how difficult it is to remember 
everything. Thank you very much, boys. You can go back to your, to your seat. We're told there is an animal that remembers everything and does not forget. Do you know what the animal is? The elephant. Well done. But we're not like the elephant because whilst we remember a lot of things, there are some things that we do forget. Now, let's be honest, it's good to forget some things if someone hurts us. If someone lets us down, it's better to forget that and move on. But today is about remembering. Who are we remembering today? Yes. The soldiers were remembering those who died in two world wars and in many conflicts since. And as we remember them, we pray to God. God who does not forget us, but continually remembers us. And we pray to God to help us as we seek to make this world a better world. A world in which all people, from the very youngest to the very oldest, can live in peace. A world worthy of the sacrifice of those we today gather to remember. We sing the hymn 543, 543, longing for light, we wait in darkness.
the Word of God, the Gospel of St. Matthew. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, and reading through to verse 12. Matthew chapter 5, beginning at verse 1, page 3 in the New Testament section of the Pew Bible. When Jesus saw the crowds, he went up a mountain. There he sat down, and when his disciples had gathered round him, he began to address them. And this is the teaching he gave. Blessed are the poor in spirit, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are the sorrowful, they shall find consolation. Blessed are the gentle, they shall have the earth for their possession. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst to see right prevail, they shall be satisfied. Blessed are those who show mercy, mercy shall be shown to them. Blessed are those whose hearts are pure, they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, they shall be called God's children. Blessed are those who are persecuted in the cause of right, the kingdom of heaven is theirs. Blessed are you when you suffer insults and persecution and calumnies of every kind for my sake. Exalt and be glad, for you have a rich reward in heaven. In the same way, they persecuted the prophets before you. Amen. And may God add his blessing to the reading of his own holy word, to his name be the glory and the praise. We worship God in the hymn 704, hymn 704, a hymn most appropriate for this Remembrance Sunday, I vow to thee, my country.
We come now to the act of remembrance. If you would find it difficult to stand, please remain seated. But otherwise, can I invite you to stand now? After I have said the words, we will remember them, you are invited to respond. We will remember them. They shall grow not old, as we that are left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun, and in the morning, we will remember them.
when you go home, tell them of us and say, for your tomorrow we gave our today. Please be seated. Let us pray. We pray for the King and the Royal House, our country and Commonwealth, and for the leaders of the nations, that you will guide them in the ways of freedom and truth. We pray for those who bear arms on behalf of the nation, on land, at sea, and in the air, that they be given discipline and discernment, courage and compassion, and serve the cause of peace to the honour of your name. We pray for our friends and for our enemies, that you will turn the hearts of all to kindness and friendship. We pray for the wounded and the captive, the grieving and all who suffered or still suffer from war, that in their tribulation they may know your love and be strengthened by it. God of hope, hear us as we pray for those who strive for peace and all who fight for justice, and help us who today remember the cost of war to work for a better tomorrow and a world in which all will walk together in your paths. And now rejoicing in the communion of saints, we give thanks for those whom you have gathered from the storm of war into the peace of your presence. And we remember those whom we ourselves have known and whose memory we treasure. May the example of their devotion inspire us that we may be taught to live by those who learn to die. And at the last, grant that we, being faithful till death, may receive with them the crown of life that never fades. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. For all the saints who from their labours rest, hymn 740, hymn 740, we omit verses 4 and 6. Omit verses 4 and 6.
Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him and he began to teach them. Jesus had something important to say to the disciples. And therefore he went to a place where he could be heard, the mountainside. However, the crowd saw where he was, and later we are told that they gathered round Jesus, and he taught them as well. The Sermon on the Mount is much longer than the 12 verses we read today. Yet these verses, which form what we call the Beatitudes, set the scene for what Jesus went on to say. And in a sense, they encapsulate a great deal of his teaching. The Beatitudes introduce us to the way of God's kingdom. They give us a vision of the world God wants and the world as it could be if only people would take to heart the teaching of Jesus. It is a world where those who mourn are comforted, where the meek will inherit the earth, where those who hunger and thirst for that which is right will be filled, where those who are merciful shall be shown mercy, and where the peacemakers will be called God's children. What a vision. What a world that would be. And what a contrast to the world we know. On this Remembrance Sunday, we are reminded of the horror of war in times past. But alas, as we know only too well, war continues to rage today in places like Yemen, Ukraine, and Israel, and Palestine. On Friday afternoon, I had the great privilege of sharing in the act of remembrance in the high school of Stirling. I was greatly taken by the senior pupils and the way in which they shared stories from and poems about the war years. I was immensely proud of them. But as I watched and listened, I couldn't help but wonder, what would those brave men and women who left their families and all that was dear to them and who made the ultimate sacrifice think of the world today?
It is a world where bombs continue to fall, where countless numbers are hungry and thirsty. It is a world where bias and prejudice and racism are a part of everyday life. It is a world where those who seek safety risk doing so in small boats because that is a better option than to stay where they are. What a world it is. And what a contrast with the world that God wants and the world that Jesus describes in the Beatitudes. I read recently about one of the last survivors of the First World War. Henry Allingham lived to the great age of 113. Like many, he very rarely spoke about the war. But not long before he died, he said this, War is stupid. No one wins. Coming from him, someone who had first-hand experience of war, can I put it to you? These words carry weight and authority. And yet, still nation rises against nation, and the lives of many, young and not so long, are lost as a consequence. I'm not a member of the Iona community, but I like a lot of what the community does and the literature it produces. In its communion liturgy, there is a phrase which I find very, very reassuring. Heaven is here and earth and the space is thin between them. Today, we acknowledge the world as it has been and as it is. But can I put it to you on this day of all days, as followers of Jesus Christ, we can yet proclaim there is the potential for the future to be different and to be altogether better. And that will be when people take to heart the teaching of Jesus and live according to his way. Earlier we sang words that are so apt for these times in which we live, longing for peace. Our world is troubled. No one can doubt or question that. 
But on this day of remembrance, as Christian people, the people of God, we must not lose sight of that vision of a better world. When the forces of evil had done their worst, and Jesus died on the cross, many thought it was the end of him. But it was not so. A new and better day was about to dawn. Jesus rose again. The light of life overcame the darkness of death. Hatred gave way to love. And the tomb, the empty tomb, became a place of living hope. That hope we hold on to as day by day we seek to live our lives in accordance with the teaching of Jesus. And as we commit to the way of God's kingdom, the way of justice, of mercy, of forgiveness and peace, so we will help to make real to others that vision of a better world, the world that God wants, a world in which all truly will be blessed. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Following the singing of our final hymn, we will remain standing for the national anthem and then the benediction. Hymn 159, 159. Lord, for the years your love has kept unguided.
to the living grace, to the church, the king, and the commonwealth, and all people, peace and harmony, and to us and all his servants, life everlasting, and the blessing of God Almighty, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit be with you all this day and forevermore.